Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, breaking news. For the first time in American history, the Speaker of the House is removed. After a vote from within the Republican Party, what happens now? Here are tonight's headlines. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Drama at the Capitol. The U.S. House votes to oust its speaker. Kevin McCarthy out as speaker. Congress grinds to a standstill without someone in the role. A little girl who went missing in upstate New York is now home with her family. State police still on the scene where they captured the suspect. We've watched as investigators covered in white have gone in and out of this home with paper bags and what appears to be several gun cases. A special look at crime in America. What's behind the rise in carjackings around the country after a sitting member of Congress is held at gunpoint by three armed men right here in the nation's capital? I looked at one with a gun, another one with a gun, a third one behind me. Uh, so they said they wanted my car. I said, sure. New details from Donald Trump's fraud trial after the judge issues a gag order. Plus, the former president says he'll take the stand. He always argues that this is free speech. Trump is routinely testing the bounds of what's appropriate and what's legal. Hunter Biden has pleaded not guilty to three felony charges stemming from his purchase of a firearm in 2018 while he was a drug user. Concern over self-driving taxis, what you need to know after a woman is run over in San Francisco. Didn't buy a ticket for last night's Powerball? You're in luck. No one won. And now the jackpot is at $1.2 billion. Washington's National Cathedral has a new view. The story behind this stained glass and the stain on history it replaced. The whole thing in the most beautiful way is very, very powerful.
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. We begin tonight on this historic day here in the nation's capital for the first time in the history of American democracy and the first Congress of 1789. The Speaker of the House has been removed from his position as the leader of the chamber by a vote of 216 to 210 lawmakers booted Speaker Kevin McCarthy, throwing the House into chaos and into unprecedented territory. McCarthy seen here walking away from the chamber in bitter defeat after facing an uprising from the far-right faction of his own party. Florida Congressman Matt Gates, a longtime critic and thorn in the side of McCarthy, led the revolt after the now former speaker worked with Democrats on a funding bill to avoid a government shutdown. Only eight Republicans voted to vacate the chair, but 208 Democrats refused to come to McCarthy's rescue and save his speakership. We've got a lot of news to bring you tonight, and CBS's Scott McFarland will start us off from Capitol Hill. What a day. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. Kevin McCarthy's speakership lasted nine months, with critics inside his own party threatening to move on him throughout. Today, they made their move and left half of the U.S. Congress in a state of uncertainty. For the first time in its history, the U.S. House stripped its speaker of his job. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Kevin McCarthy's rocky leadership of one of the most narrow majorities ever in the House of Representatives, which he earned only after a marathon 15-round drama in January, ended with a dramatic flourish as eight Republicans joined all House Democrats to remove him. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. Florida Republican Matt Gates led the challenge, citing complaints about McCarthy's deal with President Biden to avert a debt ceiling crisis in May and the 11th hour deal to avert a government shutdown Saturday, in which McCarthy secured more support among Democrats than Republicans. There's nothing selfish about wanting a Speaker of the House who tells the truth. For now, the House turns to a temporary Speaker, North Carolina Republican Patrick McHenry, until a formal vote occurs to choose a new Speaker. Keeping government open and paying our troops was the right decision. I stand by that decision. And at the end of the day, if I have to lose my job over it, so be it. Many Republicans who back McCarthy worried the party infighting will hurt them in next year's elections. And I think it's a, sending a terrible signal to the electorate in advance of the 24 election that this Republican majority cannot govern itself. And we need to change that. McCarthy had hoped some Democrats would vote to save him, but they decided to back his removal after watching video this morning in a private meeting of McCarthy on Sunday's Face the Nation, blaming Democrats after they helped him avert a shutdown. I wasn't sure it was going to pass. You want to know why? Because the Democrats tried to do everything they can not to let it pass. Democrats save the day, and he goes on TV hours later and says, Republicans did it. Republicans were leading, which is insane. For now, the U.S. House is in a state of political paralysis. Nora, the doors are locked, the lights are off indefinitely. You know, Scott, the, the million-dollar question is, what happens now? There will have to be a vote to elect a new speaker. That vote, though, isn't happening anytime soon. As the evening began, Republicans were having a closed-door meeting, which really is the fundamental issue. For nine months, there's been no clear plan B. Even two of the defectors told me they don't have a name to offer. Kevin McCarthy could run again, but as was shown today, Nora, he might not have the votes. 
Scott McFarlane on the Hill for us. Thank you. Let's head down Pennsylvania Avenue now to the White House, where CBS News' Nancy Cordes is talking to her sources. And Nancy, I mean, this vacancy has serious implications for a number of issues that are important to the American people. What's at stake? Well, Nora, there's no gloating on this end of Pennsylvania Avenue tonight. We just got a short statement saying that the president hopes that the House elects a new speaker quickly because you're right. This vacancy creates major uncertainty for the White House on several fronts. Take Ukraine, for instance. The president called a meeting with major allies this morning just to reassure them and to say he's confident that Congress will soon pass another aid package for Ukraine. But it's hard to see how he can have that confidence when he has no idea right now who the next speaker will be and whether that person even supports aid to Ukraine. A number of House Republicans don't. And, and Nancy, you know, this all comes about just after we averted a government shutdown, but the fix was only temporary. So what does this mean for a future government shutdown? That's right, Nora. The clock is ticking. That short deal runs out in just 43 days. So the question is, how do you pass legislation that prevents a government shutdown without a permanent speaker in place who can make some tough calls? Tonight, some White House officials are even wondering who's going to want that job. I mean, after all, over the past 10 years, all three Republican House speakers have either been pushed out or simply gotten fed up with their own right flank. So if all three of them couldn't hold on in this modern Republican conference, Nora, it's hard to see who can. Who wants them? One of these most powerful jobs in Washington. Nancy Cordes, thank you. We want to turn now to the dramatic ending in the search for a missing nine-year-old. A man is in custody tonight, charged with the kidnapping of a New York girl. And as CBS's Jerika Duncan reports, a key piece of evidence led police to the suspect and the safe return of Charlotte Sena. Tonight, investigators in hazmat suits are gathering evidence from a mobile home and camper in Milton, New York, where nine-year-old Charlotte Senna was found hidden in a cabinet Monday. Police say they got a lead when the suspect left behind a ransom note and his DNA. He literally drove up to the family's mailbox, 4.20 in the morning, and inserts the ransom note, leaving a critical piece of evidence behind his own fingerprint. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says a break in the case came at 2.30 Monday afternoon when the fingerprint was matched in the state's database to 46-year-old Craig Nelson Ross Jr. from a DWI arrest in 1999. Within hours, a SWAT team in full tactical gear with guns drawn swarmed Ross's mother's home, forcefully entering a camper on her property where Ross was living. Neighbor CBS News spoke with who declined to go on camera, described hearing a powerful boom and witnessing a chaotic scene. At 6.32 p.m., police say the suspect was taken into custody after some resistance. She knew she was being rescued. She knew that she was in safe hands. Around 400 law enforcement and volunteers searched for Charlotte for two days. In a statement to CBS News, the Senna family said... We are thrilled that she is home, and we understand that the outcome is not what every family gets. Tonight, Ross is behind bars at this correctional facility behind me. He was charged with first-degree kidnapping and faces at least 15 years in prison. And Nora, police say additional charges are expected. Quite an end to this story. Driga Duncan, thank you. 
There was some big news today from day two of the business fraud trial against Donald Trump. The judge imposed a limited gag order this afternoon after Trump disparaged a court staff member on social media. CBS's Robert Costa is at the courthouse in lower Manhattan. Good evening, Robert. So what can you tell us about what the judge did? Good evening, Nora. That gag order came after a dramatic turn today here at this courthouse when former President Trump went on True Social and falsely attacked a clerk here working for the judge, falsely claiming she is the girlfriend of Senator Chuck Schumer. That post was later deleted, but the judge came out and issued a searing statement to Trump and his lawyers saying no personal attacks will be tolerated when it comes to his staff and to interpret that statement as a gag order. And I do want to ask you, Robert, because I know you were inside the courtroom for most of the day. What was the former president like? What was he doing? I sat just steps behind the former president. He was whispering to his attorneys, reviewing papers, fully engaged in all of this, but didn't say much inside the courtroom. Outside, he went out and told reporters he is willing to testify at some point in the coming months, but soon will be on the campaign trail. Nora. And we'll be back in court tomorrow. Robert Costa, thank you. Hunter Biden pleaded not guilty today to federal firearms charges. President Biden's son is accused of lying about his drug use on a form to purchase a gun in 2018. Hunter Biden's court appearance comes months after a plea deal fell apart. Now, this puts the case on track towards a possible trial next year while his father is running for reelection. Back here in Washington, the threat of gun violence hit close to home for a member of Congress. Democratic Congresswoman, Congressman Henry Cuellar of Texas was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his apartment building last night. CBS's Nicole Skanga reports car thefts in other cities has surged this year. Just blocks from the U.S. Capitol. Texas Representative Henry Cuellar says he was swarmed by three assailants donning masks and black clothing then carjacked at gunpoint in D.C.'s Navy Yard neighborhood. I do have a black belt, but I uh, recognize when you got three, uh, three guns. Uh, I looked at one with a gun, another with a gun, a third one behind me. Uh, so they said they wanted my car. I said, sure. The congressman said police recovered his SUV and his phone just two hours later. Violent crime is now up 39% in the nation's capital compared to last year. And motor vehicle theft rose by 106% here this year. The vast majority of carjackings are armed. Bruce Uh, Jacobs is a professor of criminology. In fact, we've seen a number of cases in the data where uh, carjackers are either live streaming uh, their offense or at least bragging about it. Carjacking is a social media friendly crime. Yeah, I, I would I would argue that that's true. While violent crime is trending down nationwide, data from a recent study of 32 U.S. cities shows motor vehicle thefts are 104 percent higher in the first half of 2023 compared to 2019. It's just a matter of somebody coming up to your door, throwing you out and getting in. And that really does take seconds. This carjacking occurring just eight months after Minnesota Congresswoman Angie Craig was assaulted on an elevator in her D.C. apartment building. Meanwhile, U.S. Capitol Police say they're still searching for the suspects behind last night's incident. Nora. Nicole Skanga, thank you very much. 
jury selection is underway in the criminal fraud trial of fallen crypto king Sam Bankman-Fried. The 31-year-old accused of stealing billions of dollars in customer deposits on his cryptocurrency platform FTX and using it to prop up his hedge fund by real estate and for other personal investments. He's facing federal charges, including wire and securities fraud and money laundering. Now to a life-threatening accident that took place last night in San Francisco involving a woman and a self-driving vehicle. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports an investigation is already underway. Tonight, this shocking image is raising new questions about the safety of self-driving robo-taxis. You can see a woman pinned under a cruise AV in San Francisco, leaving her hospitalized in critical condition after firefighters were able to free her. The patient was transported within 10 minutes of the arrival of the first rescuers. Video from the cruise vehicle reviewed by CBS News shows the woman crossing against the light and getting hit by another vehicle. She is then launched into the path of the self-driving car. Cruise says it braked aggressively to minimize the impact. San Francisco police are investigating. The real question in this investigation will be, could a human driver have detected the person in the road more quickly than the autonomous system could have. Cruz says its cars are involved in 65% fewer collisions than rideshares driven by people, but in August cut its Bay Area fleet by 50% after two accidents on the same day. The robo-taxis have drawn public outcry, with some residents disabling them by putting traffic cones on their hoods. A little scary that your, your fate is in someone else's hands or some technology's hands. And in Austin, it was mass cruise confusion last month when several of the AVs stopped in the same area, clogging streets. Cruise says it has about 400 of these self-driving vehicles on the roads in several cities across the U.S., including here in Phoenix. The company has never had a fatal accident. And tonight, Cruise is cooperating with the police investigation as officers try to track down this apparent hit-and-run driver. Nora? Chris Van Cleve, thank you. It was an historic moment at the U.S. Senate today, and its newest member, Senator LaFonza Butler, was sworn in, replacing the late California Democrat, Dianne Feinstein. Butler is now the only black woman serving in the U.S. Senate and the first openly gay senator from California. She was sworn in by Vice President Kamala Harris, the last black woman to serve in the Senate. An 11-year-old boy charged with attempted murder after a shooting that was caught on camera. We have the details next. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. 
like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, an 11-year-old Florida boy is charged with attempted murder for allegedly shooting two 13-year-olds after an altercation at football practice. Surveillance video shows what happened. Police say the boy grabbed a gun from an unlocked box in his mother's car and opened fire, hitting one teen in the arm and the other in the torso. Both are expected to be okay. Don't be alarmed, but the federal government will be conducting a nationwide test of the emergency alert system. That's tomorrow afternoon. Messages will be sent to all cell phones, TVs and radios. You'll hear a similar jolting sound like the National Weather Service and Amber Alerts. The test is scheduled to begin around 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time. There's big news about the Powerball jackpot. That's next. Good news for lottery lovers. No one hit last night's Powerball jackpot. So the grand prize for Wednesday night's drawing has climbed to an estimated $1.2 billion. That is the third largest jackpot in Powerball history. The cash option payout would be more than $550 million before taxes. Can you imagine? With the five-month writer strike finally over, the late-night comedians are back in business. Here at CBS, Stephen Colbert thanked his writing staff in his opening monologue. Thanks to the picket lines, my writers got fresh air and sunshine, and they do not care for that. (laughs) Now they're back safely in their joke holes. Doing what they do best, making my prompter word screen full of good and ha-ha. Well, you likely won't see any A-list actors on the late shows. The Screen Actors Guild is still on strike and in talks with the studios. The landmark Washington National Cathedral shines a light on the fight for justice by replacing a dark past. That's next. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Finally tonight, Washington's National Cathedral has unveiled some new stained glass windows in hopes of opening the door of racial unity. CBS's Adriana Diaz got a first look. 
The stained glass at the National Cathedral long upheld a stain on our history. This tribute to Confederate generals Robert E. Lee and Thomas Stonewall Jackson. They've now been replaced with protesters marching for equality. It is pretty brilliant, pretty bright. It's glowing. Carrie James Marshall's art can go for millions. For this, he charged $18.65, a nod to slavery's end. In a church, you're so used to looking up at the windows and seeing white skin. And seeing black skin here, it's almost like you have to do a double take. I don't think these windows exclude anybody. I think the activity and what they're engaged in is something that everybody can partake in. Below are words by poet Elizabeth Alexander, who performed at President Barack Obama's first inauguration. The final line of the poem, may this portal be where the light comes in, that can illuminate the beauty of the past and also sometimes the untruths of the past. I don't think I could have asked for anything more meaningful to have done as a kind of gift to the nation as a whole. Adriana Diaz, CBS News, Washington. May the light shine in. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say... What is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.